Welcome into the PHLY Phillies post-game show podcast. I'm, I'm Jamie Lynch. Uh, that's Renee Washington. Um, the Ben Franklin Bridge isn't that far away from here. No! I might go take a walk. <laughs> that absolutely sucked. Uh, there's no way to sugarcoat those last two and a half innings of what we just saw. Uh, momentum has flipped, I think, in the series. I know we're coming back home to Citizens Bank Park, uh, but playoffs are all about momentum. And you had your foot on your th on their throat with a chance to all but end that series. And after those first couple runs, you know, when I think it was after the fourth inning that the announcers said, 10 runners stranded for the Phillies. As soon as I heard that, I was like, this is, this is just a fucking recipe for disaster. Uh, and sure enough, it was. Uh, welcome into the PHLY Phillies post game show podcast. I'm Jamie Lynch, and I absolutely hate life right now. Uh, Renee, that was brutal. <laughs> I've got no words. I've got no words. Okay, I do have some words. It is the playoffs. We're not talking about the regular season, we're not talking about playing against. The, the Cardinals, the Pirates, the Mets, whoever. We're talking about the Braves and a prime opportunity to go up 2-0, coming back to Citizens Bank Park Wednesday, up, if needed a Thursday, and you had a chance to put this series away, essentially. This was a must-win game for the Braves. The Phillies had all control up 4-0. The, the amount of things that we were talking about in the first part of the game versus the last couple innings, the historic plays that we saw, Zach Wheeler made history, the first pitcher in Major League Baseball history to have six strikeouts and zero hits through the first two innings of a postseason game. Everything was going well, and then it didn't. And then we hit a wall, and then it all went left, and now you make history, and you're on the wrong side of that history as the Braves became the first team in Major League Baseball history to be down by four-plus runs with no hits through five innings of a postseason game and yet come back to win. You went from setting history, historic highlight moments, to being on the wrong side of history in a game against the Braves where you held them scoreless. It was 14 straight innings from game one to game two. You held the Braves scoreless. You had all momentum, and then errors, mistakes, inability to score 11 total men in the first seven innings stranded for the Phillies. Yeah. Absolutely unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. Uh. And then just run through the gamut. We'll talk about it here. Welcome, I guess. Drop in what you're feeling. I see Andrew, you're saying you're feeling physically sick. Justin, you're sitting here binge eating. Um, Chris, you're saying you'd feel worse if there was a game tomorrow. I mean, I just feel, I don't know what would make it feel any worse. Um, definitely demoralizing three in the Keystone. Welcome in, I guess, guys. I mean, we'd love to have had a chance. We were ready to pour one out over here, cheers, celebrate that we were up 2-0. We had it in the can, and then we shit the bed. And then the Phillies completely fell asleep. What happened? What happened, Phillies? What happened? A hanging slider to Travis Darnot, and Austin Riley is a big, strong man and basically muscled one out off of Hoffman uh, one-handed. 
Um, Jeff Hoffman was one out away from securing the bag. Uh, he, if he had gotten out of that, he, he would have been a hot commodity this offseason. And uh, it's one out. It's one out he needed. Um, you know, we, we debated Zach Wheeler coming back out there uh, to start. And as soon as he get a, gave up the single to Olsen, and Olsen smoked that thing right up the middle, and I just went, I, like my stomach kind of flipped. And I was like, you know, love Alvarado. He can come in in a big spot, but um, just not great. Uh, really just, you know, kind of the opposite of game one where Rob Thompson, every decision he made. And the thing that kills me the most, actually, just like, because this is you're getting our instant reaction. We haven't had a chance to look at our notes. We just grabbed the microphone and um, a box of tissues, and I might cry on the internet tonight. Uh, but the, the the thing that's kind of eating me up is the Trey Turner bobble, uh, because oh, Zach, which one? Well, the one that Zach Wheeler didn't deserve to uh, lose a run to. Uh, it was Ozzy Ozzy Albies gets the first hit of the night off of. Zach Wheeler and Trey Turner bobbles one on the cutoff throw. And credit to Ronald Cooney Jr. He, he rounded third, was watching it intently the entire time, read it perfectly, uh, and got a free run there. Because Zach Wheeler comes right back and gets the next strikeout uh, and gets out of it. But that Trey Turner bobble is probably the thing that's going to have me waking up in a foul mood tomorrow. Like, Travis Darno home run, it, it, gross. But playoff baseball is weird. The Trey Turner bobble play is, oh, that's going to give me Ajna. You know, like I'm going to have heartburn from that tomorrow Gosh. morning. That, that one is inexcusable. That's one I can't get over. Uh, absolutely just gut-wrenching. Well, what's gut-wrenching? Torrance Wilson was a friend um, from Atlanta joining in. You tweeted, said you'd join in on post-game show. Yeah, he's a Braves fan. A he Braves works for Turner. Fan. Get out of here. Yeah, you literally work for Turner. Get out of here. <laughs> um, listen, now the Braves will be pulling yeah, here. Yeah, I'm sure John Yeah, see Manco TV, yeah, go yeah, Braves. Yeah. All of a sudden, Braves fans can uh -huh, pop in. Where were you uh -huh. after game one? But as you talk about, this was more about what the Phillies did wrong to beat ourselves versus what the Braves did right. That Trey Turner mistake, you cannot have that. Trey had two very costly mistakes. The second one was, after the first one, I'm thinking, maybe that's his one, then does it again. And that was a game-changing play there. And momentum, as we've talked about time and time again, is absolutely everything. And you cannot play with your food and expect it not to come back and bite you in the butt at some point. You have to go on and put a team away. And the Phillies had it. And up 4-0, felt good. But even then, as you talk about, still leaving runners in scoring position, it still was not convincing enough. And you just felt like something was going to go right and they were going to find a way to close out. And even when they brought in Hoffman and Alvarado, um, not in that order, you felt like things were, okay, there's adjustments. Wheeler did, was great, should have been pulled sooner. Honestly, Rob, seems like there was some, I know somebody said in the chat, out coaching themselves and overthinking things a little bit. Pull, pull Wheeler sooner. And, and we, we were posting it out, the, the broadcast was saying it, that Wheeler's done, Alvarado's coming in, Wheeler stays in. Too long, too long. 
Pulling yeah, Alvarado the, probably too soon. Yeah, the TBS I mean, crew kind of uh, said it. They were like, well, it looks like that's going to be it for Zach Wheeler. Uh, and, and you thought uh, Alvarado was coming in there, and then they left him in to face Olsen. He smoked it, and Rob Rob pulled him. Uh, it's really a shame because Zach Wheeler deserved to get a win. Like, none of this was, none of this was his fault. Uh, he pitched a great game, and to – to lose a Zach Wheeler performance like that. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Season. Bless heads you. are falling off. Bless you. To have a performance like that. Again, you he had a historic start to the game. Everything was trending in the right direction. And then all of a sudden, the Phillies just went to sleep. Went cold. Couldn't do anything. Couldn't hit. Pitching. Questionable. Errors. Mistakes. Trey Turner makes an incredible double play on... Saturday and then today you cannot have that you cannot have that especially at this point of the season and like we keep saying the Phillies beat themselves today and honestly gave the Braves that game here you go here let's split this because you know what we don't want to be up 2-0 we like to make things more challenging than they need to be we don't want to go home up 2-0 where we can close out in front of our fans no let's split the series so I don't know someone's saying it's rigged for by Major League Baseball they don't want too many sweeps whatever I never believe in that nonsense. At the end of the day, these are competitors, and this is absolutely a moment that I'm hoping we do not look back on and say, this was the moment that they blew it. But just frustrating, frustrating with the way that Zach Wheeler was at the mound playing incredible pitching, perfect game, no hits, no runs, and then all of a sudden, Trey Turner makes a mistake and everything ran off the rails. Yeah, somebody in the chat said, uh, and if you don't mind in a real depressive manner hitting that like button for us, that'd be great. Um, somebody in the chat said, like, it was like watching a car wreck in slow motion and you just couldn't look away. Um, it really was, you know, look, to try and pull an optimistic spin out of it, uh, we know this is a resilient bunch of Phillies. We know they have the capability of kind of men in blacking themselves. What's that? The, yeah. the neuralizer? Quick, yeah. The uh, something like that. Uh, so Memory flasher. Yeah, uh, yeah. We do know, you know, ultimately the goal, would you have liked to go 2-0 down in Atlanta? Absolutely. Uh, that would have been the series. But I think... Had you asked all of us last Friday, um, would you take a one-and-one one after two games? The answer is yes. And now you have to come back to Citizens Bank Park uh, and take advantage of the best home field uh, in sports, in professional sports. You have to take advantage of your, of your, uh, you know, your house. We must protect this house. Uh, old Under Armour commercial. Um, I remember. Yeah, so y you do. You, you won one. You got two games in an environment that the Braves are absolutely going to hate. It's going to be four hours of hell each night. And look, the the Bra Tyler, they did use uh, Mincer tonight, right? So they're going to be going yeah. with the rookie uh, Schwab, Schwaber, Schwami, Samsonite, sh who gives a crap, um, Smith Schwaber, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, he's going to be walking into Citizens Bank Park, probably with a little doo-doo. Um, so, you know, it's, as somebody in the chat said, gut check time. It's, you got to forget all about that game tonight if you're in that locker room and you got to come back home and end it. You don't want this to go back to Atlanta. So, Tough task ahead, golden opportunity wasted, but hope is still on the horizon here. It's not completely over, but the Atlanta Braves did seize momentum back in this series 
Um, and hopefully Citizens Bank Park is enough momentum back for the Phillies uh, to take advantage of this. Hopefully. I know you guys are going through it just like we're going through it. I saw How Do I Sleep Now. I know Marshall Lynch was saying that. Um, I know, Rick Morse, you're talking about you're just pissed right now. Uh, yeah, the, it's frustrating. Uh, MBDBDBF, which I've gotten pretty good at that. Yeah, actually. you are getting pretty good at that. MBDBDBF. Um, you're talking about, you know, it, pissing it away is brutal. I agree. I think, I know something in the chat said, like, I'd rather be blown out. I don't know about all that. But it is hard when you, when you have a tale of two games, you know, and the first six innings were the Phillies. And then at the very, you know, we slowly were seeing the play from Nick Cassianos to Trey Turner. You know, we're, we're slowly watching Wheeler gives up the first hit and run. We're slowly watching the game change. And like you're talking about, like a, a car accident in slow motion, there's nothing you can do to stop it. You can just see it slowly happening. And um, that's, that's the frustrating part, for sure. Now, as you mentioned, we did expect that we were going to come out of this first two games split. Um, I think the hard part is once you win game one, I think it, so if it's reversed, you lose game one and then you tie it up, totally different emotion, totally different feeling. But to win game one at Truist Park, the way that we won game one and then the way that we played at the start of this game tonight, that's what makes it frustrating because at the end of the day, had this been a game where the Braves came out from the beginning playing hot on the front foot, scoring runs, getting hits, and it was like, holy crap, you know, that's one thing. But to see the way that the Phillies started off tonight and things just slowly unraveled and fell apart is what makes this most painful. So positive, as you mentioned, if we're going to give it a positive spin, is yes, it's I'm tied up heading back to Citizens Bank Park. Optimistic. And we can try to be optimistic. But also, it's it, it's the playoffs. And you can't – when you have chances to put your team, the other team away, you got to go ahead and do it. So, uh, yeah. And then also just the on the off – I know somebody mentioned bullpen – hitting, you know, the, it was the same issues. And then just playing overly two lags. Like, that play from Nick Castellanos to Trey Turner, to me, was just a lax play. Ronald Acuna's round and third, he and you're just advantage. moving slowly. You know, you cannot, you cannot get complacent. It's a game that goes at least nine innings. At least nine innings. So you have to make sure, okay, great, you make history in the first six and a third, but that's not enough. You didn't win the game at that. You got to go on and, and finish out, and it felt like that huge momentum swing, agreed, definitely changed things, and it got a little bit you too want, lax. You want to know the worst part of this as I, as I rewatch Why? this play? Because right there, it just happened. As I rewatched the Nick Castellanos drive to right center field that Michael Harris catches, he rushes the throw. And I don't blame Bryce Harper for running. Uh, maybe a little too hard. Uh, probably shouldn't have fully rounded second on the play. Uh, but, you know, I, I've said it before, and I can't back out on myself now as a coward. Uh, you live and die with Bryce Harper's aggression. And he thought he might have a chance to score and tie the game up. And I'll live with that. I, I, I honestly will. It bit you in the ass in the worst situation possible. But here it comes, Renee. As you see, Michael Harris's hurried throw in, and I understand why he was hurrying the throw in. It missed the original cutoff, man. And Austin Riley was running over, which is good baseball by the Braves, to back up the cutoff, man. And it rolled right to him, and he was able to throw Bryce Harper out. Um, so I don't want to say luck because it's the right baseball play, but like they missed the cutoff man and still threw him out. <laughs> That's just like pure baseball uh, pain. 
like just just you're you're watching my my soul here just just choking out and getting body slammed uh that that's just it was definitely a gut punch it was definitely it, it missed was, the cutoff man it was <laughs> come on all damn it these, all these braves fans all of a sudden i agree with you uh whoever was saying in the chat big mike mickey d all of a sudden braves fans are here. Well, where you were see, you at on Saturday? You where see was, those players bust this, out the gritty and the. And where was all this energy on. on Saturday when we held you scoreless and won 3 0 and your fans were throwing trash on the field like the trash that you guys are? Where was wow. all this then? Because now all of a sudden the Braves fans can jump and I hate, hate, hate that more than anything. That's what makes me more pissed about the Phillies losing this game. Get their because ass. as a competitor, you had a chance, you had them down. You had a chance to put them away, bury these trash fans and, and the Braves, and you. And now they all of a sudden have this confidence and cockiness that they're going to come on the show, hit the like button while you're here at the very least. What is Subscribe Mike while you're here at the very least. Yeah, come on, Braves fans. Make sure you comment like. and give us a five-star review while you're here at the very least. But, in, but why, why are you here now? Where were you on Saturday? We saw none of you. It was crickets. Crickets from Braves fans, you left the game early, you weren't in the chat, you had nothing to say. And then today, the PA announcer makes the, the, the pregame announcement to fans for the it, trash, makes the announcement to Braves fans, make sure you're high-fiving and cheering. Lame. Uh, Tyler, if you can scroll up real quick. Lame, uh, loser. Uh, yeah, Shug Meister. <laughs> Look, I'm not justifying. Harper screwed up. He screwed up on the play. What I'm saying is... I've accepted his aggressive nature on the base pass, and I I just I've accepted it, and I know it's gonna burn you sometimes, uh, but other times he's gonna blow through Dusty Watham's uh, stop sign and go get you a winning run. So more often than not, I believe he makes the right play. Tonight he screwed up. Uh, the Braves got a little bit lucky there, and that uh, not that Austin Riley was there, but that the ball just kind of bounced right to him. Uh, and they were able to throw Bryce Harper out, but Bryce Harper screwed up tonight. He is human. Uh, I know that's a hard reality to accept, uh, and it's a shame because Castellanos drove the ball pretty pretty well there to the wall. Michael Harris is a pretty damn good center fielder. Um, so it is what it is. Um, yeah, Harper screwed up. Trey Turner screwed up tonight. Uh, those are those are two big situations. Now, if Bryce doesn't screw up, are they going to win the game? I mean, I there's know. no way to ever know that. So. Uh, the, the Trey Turner one bothers me a lot more than Bryce's aggressiveness on the base pass. What bothers me is also um, Travis Little D Darno um, all of a sudden can hit a, a two-run homer. That's like, the thing. I, he, he stinks. Like, what? <laughs> I was, like, in my head making fun of his name because he's – it's like the way that it's spelled is kind of funny and it doesn't really make sense logistically um, to be Darno with a little D. But then you go out and you hit a two-run homer and now I'm, now I'm even mad at that. I don't like, I mean, listen, as a competitor, seeing the fans do the chop, I agree with you guys, that stupid chop, it's, it's racist, it's, it's dumb. Um, and then also seeing them celebrating, all this energy, all this, all these fans all of a sudden. Suddenly there's, there's Braves fans. I don't know where these Braves fans came from. I didn't see them the other day. But suddenly there's Braves fans that can cheer and that are, that are there in the ballpark and that are here in the show. Um, yeah, it just, it just it's mind-boggling to me. It's completely mind-boggling. I was expecting us, we were expecting to come in here and have a great post-game show and be able to talk about the fills being up 2-0. And then they decided to let... <laughs> Little D. Darno um, and the Braves come back and uh, win the game. Five unanswered runs. Five. 
five. Five. Five. Five dollar foot long. In how many innings, guys? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, just checking out what's going on on Twitter. Rob Thompson, um, the three things that are trending, Phillies at Braves, number one. <laughs> number two, Braves. Number three, Rob Thompson. Number four, Connor Bedard. You can go check out our Flyers buddies if you want some Bedard conversation. Uh, and then number five, what an ending. <laughs> so uh, Twitter <laughs> is pure pain right now. Uh, and if we see anything good from the locker room, quote-wise, or uh, anything like that, uh, Tyler in our, in our Slack channel here, just, you know, I, I don't think Elder threw any pitches tonight, so there's a poss... Oh, he didn't pitch. I thought he warmed up, didn't he? No. Minter no, pitch. Minter. Okay, so it could be Elder or Schwa Schorber or whatever the hell his name is coming in here on Wednesday. And look, I, I don't have to tell Phillies fans to be absolutely out of their minds on Wednesday night. Uh, if you want to drink your troubles away, come down to the Jetro lot and hang with us for our tailgate uh, from 1.30 to 4.30 on Wednesday. Uh, it all goes down in the Jetro, as the kids say. It goes down in the Jetro. I don't know if they say that or not, but a lot of weirdness happens in the Jetro. <laughs> uh, but come hang with us. Uh, $50 gets you an awesome package. Um, so hopefully we can meet some of you down there. And Citizens Bank Park has to has to flip this series again. But wait, you left out an important part about the $50. You get food. And this is not your average Cavs little catering, like, baby. It's not like chips. It's not like chips and little finger foods. No, no, We're no, talking no. real dinner plus drinks for $50. So while you may be scratching your head at why is it $50 to go join the PHLY tailgate, it's because we're giving you a whole smorgasbord, a nice buffet of food that you can have in the Jetro lot. Hang with us. We're going to be playing games. We're going to be having fun. We're going to be excited. We're going to be in a positive mood as we get ready to watch the Phils go up 2-1 in the series. So $50 for our tailgate. Get you in. Jetro. Uh, yeah. In other news around Major League Baseball, the Arizona Diamondbacks have jumped out also to a 3-0 early lead over the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, but, yes, you know, I think it was Big Mike D., um, we do need home field advantage to come through on Wednesday. And you're going to have a supreme advantage. I'm going to pull up the, the DraftKings odds. Um, but you're going to have a supreme advantage in the pitching matchup. And Aaron Nola is going to be on the mound versus either Elder or Smith Schwarber. I'll eventually look up his name. Swiss Schwami Samsonite, uh, whatever the hell his name is. I'll let you just keep guessing. Either way, Aaron Nola is supremely better than both of those. We home dogs. Home dogs? Wow, Chris dogs. has become the bartender, the stats guy, the so social media guy. What don't you do, Chris? Plus one, what did you say? This just in. We are plus one and a half. Home dog. <laughs> What's the money line, Chris? What is the money line, Chris? Minus 112. Minus, minus 112 one. for the... For, for Philly, minus for the so it's pretty much a toss-up, which is kind of surprising on the money line, <laughs> if you didn't hear Chris there. Uh, minus 112 and minus 104. Is that what you said, 104? <laughs> um, so it's kind of a coin flip odds type of game. Um, which is surprising, considering home field advantage. And yes, Eric, diehards do get 20% off the tailgate package on Wednesday. Let us not forget, as my heart's breaking, I'm just collecting it off the desk here uh, and uh, trying to get okay, myself buddy. together. Okay, yeah. put it back um, for you. 
That's that surprises me uh, that the Phillies aren't. Um, it worries me as I'm talking this out loud. Honestly, um, I don't really know why Aaron Nola wouldn't be favored over either one of these pitchers. Because we just blew a 4-0 lead. Yeah, but momentum, like sports, uh, odds makers don't care about. Well, maybe they do a little bit, but momentum and that shouldn't really go into the equation. Uh, I would think Citizens Bank Park would tip the scales in their favor there. That's, uh, I, I, I got to be honest, I absolutely hate that. Yeah, honestly, that is very surprising, actually, when you talk about how close it is. Um, being back at home, regardless what happened tonight, after winning Saturday, you would expect the odds to be more in favor of Aaron Nola. Definitely. Um, but Spiral out saying Vegas suckering the suckers. Let them bet Braves. Uh, I don't know. I hope. Maybe that's it? Is there somehow... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. Mickey says that tells me Elder may not pitch, but then... But then who else? Yeah, it's not like pitching. they have a better option than Elder. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm reading too much into the lines, but uh, that, that's got my brain in a pretzel. I don't know if you guys just saw on, on YouTube, but my brain, my brain literally just got Annie Ann's rolled up into a nice big old fat pretzel. Uh, <laughs> that's... Strange. I don't know. I don't know. Tyler, you got, you got anything on the that? The math ain't mathin'. I mean, Aaron Nola, who would why not Aaron been Nola wouldn't be a favorite with how he's been playing as at of late, home? and also Aaron Nola being Aaron Nola at home in Game Three, you would think those odds would be would be better. But yeah, uh, maybe yeah. maybe they're accounting for the Rav Four fourth inning. He didn't have. Yeah, I mean. That's a possibility there. It is possible. He is due for oh, a no, meltdown in the Rav 4 Let's not say that. That's not going to happen. Well, Aaron Nola has been doing better. Yes. He's not going to have that Rav 4 fourth inning. Well, no. while we're talking about DraftKings so much, why don't I tell you a little bit more about DraftKings? Uh, because the baseball season is here and the playoffs are in full swing and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even bigger. You don't want to miss out on the playoff action. So new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets by betting just $5 on baseball. Plus, all customers can take a crack at a sweet payday with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. String together multiple bets from a single game for your shot at big money. I hope somebody cashed in tonight. Uh, Renee did pretty well on her picks. Uh, I, I think I went one for two, whatever. Uh, I'd emotionally rather be in a, in a good place than winning money, but uh, and I'm going through it right now. Just bear with me, guys. Spiral out. That doesn't like sad Jamie. None of us like sad Jamie. I don't like sad, sad Jamie Jamie's either. a little pathetic. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, my heart was just ripped out of my chest, Funny. and everybody got to see it. Uh, so what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that code PHLY. It's right there on the screen for you. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets by betting just $5 on baseball only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHLY the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccp.org please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction voice in Ontario. Everybody knows that. Uh, CDK 
ng.com slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Well, here's a consistent thing that we can talk about. Philly sports teams know how to do this to us. This is part of being a Philly sports fan. I always tell people all the time, if you're a true Philly sports fan, you're used to the ups and downs. You're used to having the days like Saturday where everything is sunshines, rosies, rainbows, and excitement. And then you turn around on Monday and you're ready to punch the screen. That is part of being a Philly sports fan. And I know people are saying in the chat, Philly sports gonna Philly sports, and they're gonna get you. And the moment you feel confident in your team to go out, do the right thing, take the lead in the series, they're going to shit the bed and do everything wrong they possibly can. And then they find a creative way also. This is the, this is the extra bonus part of it. You want to talk about bonus bets? Right. Here's what you can bet. Pause. They're going, to, <laughs> they're going to also come in and find a creative way to upset you. They're not going to just get blown out. No, no, no. That's too predictable. They're going to come in, have a historic first six innings, and then things are going to go left. So this was just Philly sports doing what Philly sports do well. I we guess. saw the Eagles frustrated us on Sunday against the Rams. Why not continue that into Monday? And then Wednesday they're going to turn around and be a whole different team. Aaron Nola is going to be cooking at the mound. We're going to talk about that more, of course, as the week goes on and we get closer to Wednesday. But it's going to look like a completely different team because that's a Philly sports thing. Yeah, I mean, so this, there team, we go. this team's resilient. Right they, on path. they don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> I think they'll be able to block that out of their mind. Yeah. Um, so, what the, the line, I, I feel better now. Uh, the line we looked at originally was hot off the press, fresh. Now, it looks like there's been a little market correction here. Phillies are minus 122 on the money line, okay. Braves are plus 102. That does uh, the inner gambler in me that tries to read lines occasionally. Uh, that does make me feel a little better. I was worried that uh, there was something we weren't seeing, we were missing, whatever it was. Uh, so Aaron Nola is the money line favorite. Braves are a slight underdog, albeit very slight, uh, <laughs> because they did grab that momentum by the horns tonight and. Uh, look, we'd like to believe they're intimidated by Citizens Bank Park. I think they are, yeah. uh, and you hope hope it plays a, a big role on Wednesday night. Um, my voice is pretty much shot, and I got nothing left, and I, I have a, a new uh, voice now for the month of October and hopefully into November. Uh, but hopefully everybody down there, uh, get you, <laughs> hydrate up, uh, you know, gargle some honey, drink some tea this week, get ready, because they're going to need you on Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. And everyone in the chat is saying we need to be better. I'm still not used to the way we lose in big games, whether it's the Sixers, Eagles, now the Phillies. I know Kate earlier was saying the same thing of like, this is what we're used to, upside down smiley face. Um, truth teller, help. Yeah, I mean, this is, here's the positive. This is not a situation that's unique. The Phillies were in this situation, hey, just last year. It was, again, Zach Wheeler on the mound when the series was tied up. And uh, then they, obviously, we also know how that one ended up. So this is not something the Phillies or any Philly sports team in general is, um, you know, uh, not used to being in this situation, I should say. We are very much commonly in these types of game series expectations. So here's where you have to have the short-term memory, be able to flush this down the toilet, move on, and be better next game. There's a lot of, there are some positives you can absolutely take away from this game, especially in the first half of this game. Mm. And then moving forward, you have to make sure you're closing out games. You cannot play half a game against especially a team like the Braves and expect to win. So they, there are obviously expectations. You, we did not expect the Phillies to run through the playoffs. We, didn't, we expected them to lose at some point. 
And after winning the first three, we expected it to come at some point. Didn't know when, didn't know how, but it was tonight. So positive, get rid of that crap last three innings, and then make sure that you're not having the errors. The bullpen rotations got to be better and sharper. Hitting has to be better. You cannot leave 11 guys in the first seven innings on base stranded. Unacceptable. And, and just overall be better. But while you're at it, be better and hit that like button if you haven't already. Smash the like button. Make sure you're following. Make sure you're commenting because we do definitely have the tailgate coming up as Jamie was talking about, but also we have much more, including a ticket giveaway if you haven't checked out. That's uh, going to be expiring. Yes. We're going to be announcing the winner of our ticket giveaway for the PHOY. Two free tickets that we're giving out. That will be announced in our show tomorrow on Tuesday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. So make sure you're tuned in and see who's winning two free tickets because those tickets are not cheap. $400 at least just to stand on like the second level. So, yeah, it's a car payment to stand yeah. inside on that <clears throat> Wednesday night. So head to PHOY underscore Phillies Twitter account you'll see the information you need to enter the contest it's going to be completely random uh, probably a pretty good shot at winning so hop in there we'd love to meet you on Wednesday uh, a couple comments I wanted to get to right there Eugene Krabs our, our Spongebob aficionado here says that the TBS broadcaster has already changed his um, Twitter account to private for the night uh, so I guess Philadelphia was perhaps <laughs> flooding his mentions over, uh, you know, maybe some tones. And Tyler, if you can scroll up just a little bit, there was one that hit me right in the feels uh, in a negative way. Um, keep going. I did, I, there it is. David Rode. This was Cliff Lee game two versus the Cardinals in 2011 level disappointing. Yeah, that's where I'm at. And come Wednesday, I promise you, come tomorrow morning, <clears throat> I might still be a little cranky, uh, but come Wednesday, I will get around to being positive and, and uh, you, know, you know, get over this. But I feel exactly how David Rode feels right now. This is Cliff Level, t Cliff Lee 2011 levels of disappointment. Yeah, and to your point, Jason R., and thank you, Rick, for jumping in and and answering that, yeah, the ups and downs of this of any Philly, Philly team is what we're used to. You know, we have had lots of success of championships, uh, finalists more recently, but championships getting to the finals of their respective leagues, um, MLS Cup, World Series, Super Bowl, but we're also very much used to the ups and downs. So we do, as fans, also know how to have short-term memory because you can't lose sleep over this one. The Phillies are a very talented team. The depth is there. The bullpen talent is there. Um, Rob has been doing a good job of just strategically making decisions of rotations. The hitting's been good. You know, I, if this is going to be their one hiccup of the entire playoffs, so be it. You know, that's, I think that's how I'm going to try to look at this at least um, because I don't, I don't expect them, and I've, I said this before and I will say it again, didn't expect them to run through the playoffs unbeaten. So we knew at some point someone was going to have their number, and if this is how you're going to lose, okay, okay, we'll take it, I guess. But just make sure that we're not continuing to see the same errors and mistakes again. But definitely a lot of good things we can take away from today, starting with Zach Wheeler on the mound yeah joshua simber says i'm not even upset i'm pissed lol <laughs> um, there is a difference there is a difference <laughs> and i'm more upset than i am pissed i All think i'm more disappointed well, that's like when I your am. parents would tell you they were disappointed. Yeah. They weren't mad. They were disappointed. That was the worst. Yeah, I'm more disappointed than mad because I the, expected better. The tra I, I'm probably going to wake up tomorrow morning pissed. <laughs> right now, I'm disappointed. 
Because the Trey Turner Bible oh. is just... That's gonna that's gonna eat it in my craw like all night all morning. Uh, that's just that's a play. I don't want to like fast forward through time and say they like if they ended up like losing, but like that's a play that could live with me forever. So like I really need the Phillies to come back to Citizens Bank Park and start smashing the baseball and win this series because I don't want to look back on that Trey Turner bobble as a play that like ruined it yeah yeah and, and we talked about momentum and swings of playoff baseball and something like that because uh, you mentioned zach wheeler and and tyler made a graphic uh let's flash it up here for the lovely people of youtube to see that stat line Oof. wasted and, and in a loss is just deflating as hell six and a third innings pitched only three hits one walk, 10 strikeouts, which ties a franchise postseason record. Tyler, did he tie Steve Carlton? Yes, Cole he did. Hamill? Yeah, Carlton. Cliff Lee. And, oh, and Cliff Lee, yeah. Kurt Schilling. Um, and Kurt Schilling. Oh, there's some, there's some uh, Hall of Famers in that company. 92 pitches, you know, well over 60 of them for strikes. He was beast mode tonight, and his slurve was nasty and unhittable. And to see that get wasted, man. That's what I think is so disappointing. This was a chance for us to be talking about Zach Wheeler's performance as one of the best postseason performances we've seen, as we just talked about the names that he's tied with, with uh, 10 strikeouts, Steve Carlton, Cliff Lee, Kurt Schilling, dating back to 1980. This was a chance to cement himself in history in such a positive way. And yes, he still will have that tied for the franchise record, but it's overlooked because of the rest of the game. And you had a chance. That's why I think that last play by Trey Turner there was like you have your teammate Zach Wheeler on the mound cooking he's striking him out six straight he's striking him out and then you go and just it's a half-ass play to be honest where you're just way too complacent and laid back Ronald Acuna sees that takes advantage of it, scores. Now there's one hit, one run, and it's an entirely different game. You know, you have to, for your teammates alone, you gotta make that play, Trey. And Trey Turner, all season, we've seen him with errors that were mind boggling. But to then have a double play on Saturday and then turn around and make a play like that, you know, that's what I think was, was so, makes it even worse, is that Zach Wheeler had been pitching so well, and you had a chance to now, we could walk out of Truist Park, we're, we're lifting him up, we're excited, we're putting him in the category of all these historic records that he just was a part of, but instead, we're focused on the fact that we blew a four-run four lead, as you're talking about play date, and you lost. That's what's so frustrating about it. That's what's disappointing about this. Yeah, so Nick Cassianos is in the locker room right now. Just talk to reporters. And here you go. They'll pick me up for the chat. Uh, he's resilient, as we know this team is. And, you know, look, we're fans. Uh, we cover the team, I guess you can call it. Uh, and, you know, this hurts us. I, I, they're hurting in the locker room, no doubt about it. But they're resilient. They know what they have to do. Uh, they're not going to wake up tomorrow morning pissed off that Trey Turner bobbled a, a relay throw uh, that led to an unnecessary earned run on your stud pitcher. That's for us to cry about here in the chat. Yeah. Uh, but Nick Castellanos in the locker room said, you know, what can you guys take away from this game? And he said, we, we answer our best when we're punched in the face. It stings. 
we're going to accept that and we're going to use it as motivation for the next game to get it right. And he said, that's all it is, is it stinks right now, but we got punched in the face and we're going to answer on Wednesday. Uh, so it's exactly what you want to hear. Castellanos is, is great with a mic in his face because he's always honest. And, you know, there's not a doubt in my mind that that entire locker room right now uh, you know, maybe it's Bryce Harper, maybe it's Reese Hoskins on FaceTime, maybe it's Schwarber, whoever it is, probably st stood up and said, guys, that fucking sucked. But, you know, let it sting, marinate in it for a couple hours. Tomorrow morning we go back home. Well, tonight we go back home. Tomorrow morning we get back to work and we move on. And I fully believe everybody in that locker room is not going to let game two affect game three. And that might be the biggest positive I can draw from that. Yeah, that wasn't just a punch to the face. That was like an, a right hook, an uppercut. I mean, the Braves, are, the Braves are an awesome baseball but team. They are. But as you talk about, you need those every once in a while to check you. And, you know, I've been in those situations as a player. I'm sure we've all at some point in our, in our playing careers or just even as a fan or as a coach, you've I seen those moments. I was in big beer pong game where, in college once, and, like, everybody counted me out, and I was like, I'm going to do it. And I just caught fire. It was awesome. Yep. Mm -hmm. There it is. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I was referring to when I said playing careers. I there was, was a lot of people at this party, Renee. It was a big beer pong game. Big I was game. Talking about college beer pong. Yeah. You know, I was. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Lord of mercy. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we've all had those moments. Some of us in maybe a little bit more prestigious type of a playing atmosphere. Some of us in maybe a frat house. But regardless when it happens. No it's just a house. Just a house. Regardless of what house it happened in or field it happened in, um, those are the moments that check you and that really are the reality wake-up call you sometimes need of, okay, we won the first three games, but that's not enough. You know, you can't, you can't just rely on, on what greatness we saw in the first three games. Every game is a new game, and you have to make sure you're taking care of business. And I know somebody in the chat was saying it. Lazy errors, lazy mistakes, without a doubt. You cannot have these lazy, costly mistakes at this point of the season. And sometimes you get a little bit complacent. You take your foot off the gas. You know, the Phillies weren't hitting well. Then the batting, or, I mean, the uh, bullpen, excuse me, was struggling after Wheeler with the quick hook for Alvarado and Hoffman not doing as well. Okay, you need these moments because you got to step your you got to step your game up. Quite quite frankly. So, I'm all for getting a right hook every once in a while to wake you up and having to shake you back into reality if it means you're going to come out the next two games and take care of business and close this series out. But it definitely should not be a situation that continues and we see them doing the same types of errors and mistakes later on that cost you but i'm i'm gonna be positive now i'm i'm positive you're getting there i'm already? getting there i'm right. talking it now right. i know you guys have been sharing um i'm good your i'll thoughts. get there just to just to clarify i know rupert you're saying that you are participating in the giveaway you can rate the podcast for anybody that's participating in the ticket giveaway you still have time it, it is 10 o'clock tonight we're going to announce it tomorrow at 11:30 a.m you still have time to enter the contest it is going to be randomly picked of who's winning we've got no parts of who wins so i love that you guys are sending us the adorable pictures of your babies and children and, and, and pets that you would love to take to the game with you, not literally pets. Um, but unfortunately, we don't know who's going to win. I'd love to give you all tickets if we could. Tickets for everybody. I'd be on my Oprah here. You get a ticket. You get a ticket. You get a ticket. Mm. But make sure you guys are at least signing up for the giveaway. You can definitely follow us. I know Spiral Out, you're saying you don't have Twitter. Make sure that you are following the other steps, at least. You can rate us on either podcast platforms here on YouTube. You can also make sure you're following us on Instagram. 
get in that contest because we not only want to have a chance to celebrate with you guys at the tailgate for the PHLY tailgate on Wednesday, but we also want to send you to the to the game. We want you sitting butts in seats, cheering them on, and some great seats at that in the 200 section. So. Sign up. Be a part of that contest. Uh, what is it, Mike, 201, 210? 201, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike asked in the comment section, says, what did you guys think about <laughs> Watham not sending the runner early in the game? I was actually okay with it there because it was a Castellanos kind of rocket single. Uh, Rosario does have a decent arm. Um, I was okay with it at the time. Obviously, in hindsight, since the run didn't get home, you'd love to go back and roll the dice and gamble with it. Uh, but a real-time reaction, I didn't really have a problem with it because they were getting to Freed. And you, you just kind of thought it was going to be there all night, this ability to get base runners um, and, and knock them around a little bit. Uh, hindsight being 2020. What can you do? I was okay with it at the time. Now, our own Rich Hoffman, and if you haven't signed up for our daily newsletter, no BS. Like, even if I wasn't working here, I would be signed up for this newsletter. I, I think it's awesome. Rich does a great job with it. Uh, and he just tweeted out something I want to get to because I've seen a lot of a negative Rob Thompson, uh, you know, chatter in the, in the comment section tonight. I personally don't find that much wrong with what Rob did tonight. Uh, now, Rich's tweet is this, and if you're listening, and uh, hopefully you're listening, um, if you want to respond in the comment section to Rich's thoughts, would love to hear your thoughts on this. So Rich says, I kind of think Thompson was okay tonight, question mark. In the seventh, I'm assuming Olsen is getting on. I don't think a quick hook applies there. Wheeler got a K on Azuna right after one and then hung one to their worst hitter. In the eighth, maybe you go Alvarado for the whole inning, question mark. Just kind of felt like two terrible mistake pitches. I, I tend to agree with Rich there. I can't really hold Rob Thompson accountable for tonight's game. I don't think he had that big of an impact on why they lost. Travis Darnot got a bad pitch that he made you punish, uh, or he punished you for it. Um, Austin Riley, it wasn't, I can't even say it was that bad of a pitch. I mean, Austin Riley, like, more or less threw his bat at, at it one-handed, and is just a big, strong man, and, and muscled it out of the park. So, uh, you know, in the chat, I'd love to see, you know, I saw some people roasting Rob Thompson a little bit. I don't really hold him accountable for tonight's loss. That's my thoughts. What are yours? I do. I do. Um, but I don't just hold him accountable. I think there were a number of different things that if any of them had gone differently, this is a win for the Phillies. Now, I think the hard part with Rob Thompson is he's had the, the short leash on pitchers. We saw that, obviously, in game one. It worked out perfectly. But... You, you have to have that trust in your pitchers. And we saw on the other side for the Braves, they left in Zach, uh, Zach Lord, Max Freed. And even though Freed had given up three runs quick, kept him out there. You saw him talking to him in the dugout. They decided to keep him out. And then they made a change and maybe could have pulled him sooner. But on the other side for Jose Alvarado, you like it's – they trusted Max Freed, you trusted Zach Wheeler, but then you don't trust Jose Alvarado, and you can't be inconsistent like that. If you trusted Zach Wheeler to go out another inning, I think you have to trust Jose Alvarado to finish out the inning. And that's where I kind of feel like Rob dropped the ball of panicking a little bit too soon, and that was a, a mistake that wasn't the only mistake, but could have 
been something that you leave Alvarado, let him finish out, and and then maybe it's a different game. But I'm not only putting the blame on Rob Thompson. I think the bigger blame for me definitely goes on, on Trey Turner. Um, and I'd love for you guys to also share in the chat. Like, get those grievances out. Is it Bryce? <laughs> there was also the moment we saw Bryson Stott with loaded bases and nothing come out of it. There were moments throughout the course of the game that that Trey Turner thing obviously is the biggest polarizing one in my opinion, but Rob, Bryson, different, Bryce at the end, different moments throughout the course of the game, Marsh over Pache. You know, there's, there's some moments that you can look back on that had it been different, that one slight decision, this is a Phillies win. But there is another decision you guys can make correctly, and you always get it correct, and that's checking out FOCO. FOCO is the place where you're able to purchase any sort of merchandise, apparel, toys, collectibles, bobbleheads, whatever it is, bra friendship bracelets, overalls, and that's a decision you will get right every single time. Use that code PHLY, get 10% off of your purchase at FOCO. FOCO's dropping a whole line of stuff. I just saw Eagles overalls that looked really cool. Obviously, they've been doing all the Phillies merch, so definitely make sure you're heading over to FOCO to be able to purchase some cool merchandise to represent your squads as you're heading out to the ballpark. Yeah, Chris Nevin there says, uh, you know, you bring in Jose, and then I think I think Rob's a little too reliant on the lefty righty righty lefty thing. Yeah. Now it was I, brilliant in game one, so like he has the equity built up, so I can't I can't roast him. You know what I mean? Like I understand why that annoys people. Uh, I think a little too much is put on it at times. Uh, there is, you know, splits that you can look at, and most pitchers have an advantage uh, versus their own ilk. Um, but I, I, tonight, it's not on Rob. Um, well, in my opinion, uh, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, obviously. They're like assholes. We all have them, and they all stink. <laughs> Every there dad, every dad There's in America. There's the teenage boy again. Yeah. He's back, guys. He's back. He's feeling better I'm, now. I can I'm tell. Coming He's coming back, guys. There he is. Crawling back. Welcome back, Jamie Lynch. Jamie, I don't know your middle name, Lynch. Welcome Edward. back. Edward. Yeah. Oh, you're you're Jell. Yeah, that's what oh. you, know, you can find me on Twitter. At Jell Junior. Jell oh, Lynch yeah, that makes Junior. Sense now. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. so I am a little bit salty, Vince. To your point, I am a little salty because I have seen, unfortunately. Um, I feel like sometimes we see coaches overthink things and outcoach themselves, and the left-right, left-right rotation is, is cool and all, but at the end of the day, uh, sometimes you got to take that gamble on your guys that it doesn't matter. This is the majors we're talking about. This is the playoffs we're talking about. Same thing with your pitchers. Take that, take, have that trust in them. You had that trust in them on Saturday. Have that same trust in them today. So I don't fully – I will not put 100% on Rob. He's not out there hitting. He's not out there pitching physically for people, so I will never fully put things – on a coach or manager of any sport because it's up to their players to actually execute. Yeah. But you have to put your players in positions to be successful and you have to put them in positions where you are instilling confidence in them and allowing them to step up to the plate. So that's where I feel like Rob definitely had an a, a role in it. But again, there's other things. There's other things. But Jamie, welcome back. Spider Lot saying there's the Jamie we love. Yeah. I know somebody was saying your voice sounds deeper on TV. Uh, that's because I went to the uh, wild card round and lost my voice, and this is what's remaining of it. I so. think it sounds deeper now that it's hoarse. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It should be deeper I, now. And my, my balls finally dropped. I became a man, everyone. 
You're watching that right now, right now and live in front of you. I became a man on the internet. I bet a lot of boys have said that out there, actually. So, <laughs> wow. Wow. AJ Minter said post-game for the, um, in the clubhouse, who's saying this game was nothing but heart and nuts, Jamie. Nothing <laughs> but heart and nuts. <laughs> That's a good quote, I, you know. Uh, I need to get a laugh out uh, of that. <laughs> I, I can't hate him for that quote. That's pretty good. Uh, somebody in the chat said, where'd I get this hoodie? I don't even remember. I think it was an Instagram impulse purchase buy like two years ago. I uh, wish I could help you there, but you can head to FOCO. They probably got some great stuff for you um so i have one person to blame for this and it's my buddy jeff he said uh, i just got a text from him uh, and shout out to getner he said i fucked up i watched the last two innings of the game first baseball i've watched all year i'm sorry i was curious Oh, that's so, who we're blaming. So he's, yeah, uh, yeah. And he said, <laughs> I will, I will forgo all of my future Phillies games for the good of the city. So there you go. We have our culprit, my oh, buddy Jeff. I knew it was de somebody. Decided to tune in for the final two innings of the game. Well, I mean, we thought it was, we know there was a Jeff that was involved, but we didn't know whether it was a Jeff that we saw on the mound or yeah. the Jeff that apparently tuned in. There were a number of people that maybe were jinxing the Phillies. I'm not going to say any names because I don't want anybody catching any mm. smoke or catching any strays out here. Wow. No. Bartender Chris slash social media Chris slash stats and, and, and bets Chris is throwing some people under the bus. So, fortunately, I don't think you can hear him. There are some people out here that jinxed the Phillies yeah. in a big way and really called a victory very early in the game. And I'm not going to say any names because, again, don't want them catching strays out here. But, but you guys be careful be in, in these room. streets when mm. you are proclaiming victories way early in the game and making posts and things <laughs> about victories. Again, not going to say any names. Not going to say any names, but they might be also uh, throwing mm. themselves under the bus right now. Holy uh. moly. Uh, so one of the guys I talk about the Phillies every single night with, I'm in another text chain, and I just looked there. Uh, I wonder, do you have any kind of, not to use the term PTSD lightly, but do you have any sports PTSD from this past year of losing three championships between the Union, the Eagles, and the Phillies? Because this text, uh, and this guy's usually fairly optimistic, uh, he says, well, that's up there for the soul-crushing defeats. Uh, Nola's going to give up seven runs on Wednesday. We are effed. I don't see how we can come back from that. They're going to hammer Nola. I hope I'm wrong. I need to go smoke and sleep this off. <laughs> I'm in a bad mental slate with that game. I think it's PTSD from the Super Bowl. I kind of have some of that lingering pessimisticness. Uh, sure, that sounds like a good word now. Right? Yeah. Pessimisticness. Do you? Just singular? Are you asking as in just one account of PTSD? Well, like, because I have a lot of PTSD from the last year. Yeah, like, I... Because it's... It just feels like we get... I don't know. I don't want to linger on this because... But I do feel like bad things happen in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's not always sunny in Philadelphia, guys. Uh, it rains a lot, too. Um, You know? Like, yeah, I'm with Martian. Is it PTSD if it happens every year? Is it us? Are we the ones that need to step out of the crazy cycle of the way that our our teams just continue to do us in? Wow, you really put yourself out there, Tyler. I wasn't going to say anything, but you threw yourself under the bus. Holy moly. Wow. Tyler Zuli taking accountability Should, over here. Do we want to show the graphic you made and, no. and really lean into no. it? Do it. No. No, no. I mean, now that 
you've owned it, we might as well show the graphic you made okay, in the fifth in inning. In full context, let's let's paint the picture here, oh, guys. Oh God! Our post-game show starts immediately after the game, <laughs> so it is up to us to try to be ready. That as soon as the game ends, we're going live. We're bringing you shows. Yeah. We're bringing you content because you guys love those immediate shows. So we said. So Tyler. because of that, producer oh, Tyler. Producer Tyler. Wow. Oh my gosh. Chris is also becoming the throw him under the bus, Chris. Yeah. Because of that, we had to make graphics in advance. And let's just say we made those graphics around the sixth inning. If that paints a picture oh, for I have you. It right here. Oh, and of course, everybody has, everybody's got the, the receipts. We always keep receipts Tyler here. Tyler will flash it up, but if uh, if anybody can see that on here, YouTube. Here, give it to right me. I'll, I'll show the folks. If you just look closely. Tyler made this, and we had said, uh, "Can you can you make the graphics so we can tweet out that the post game show is so going to be coming up?" Unless you have 2020 vision and can see that, because I think it was, the words were a little small. It yes. actually says, "Read it for us, Jamie." What's the graphic uh, say? Wheels up, dot dot dot. <laughs> Chris, that's not the right camera. <laughs> 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 Wheels up, Karma. dot 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 to Philly up to oh. And me and Renee looked at Tyler and said, dude, we're not tweeting that out. We're not insane. And he said, I don't believe in jinxes. Well, do you believe in jinxes now, Tyler? No, I didn't hang a slider to the worst hitter on the Braves. <sighs> you tempted the baseball gods, and the baseball Honestly, gods peed on your shoulder. They're always listening. They're always they listening. They know. Everybody knows. You can't even think something because of the way that Big Brother is lurking, and somehow, somehow, Tyler puts out in the universe, the Phils are returning back 2-0, and put it in words, put it in words, and was ready for us to tweet it out. Thank goodness we did not tweet it out. It was a ballsy move by Tyler. He claims he's not superstitious or anything, and it came back to bite us all in the rear. I hope you learned a so lesson. So we also right. found out not only is Jeff to blame, it's a guy named Tyler Zuli. Mm. Uh, sip on that. Well, you know what? You can also... On a positive side, head over to the Game Time app. This is a positive for you because you can also make sure that you're you're getting <laughs> you're getting discounts on your tickets to concerts or games. Because although there might be people out there jinxing your team, one thing that won't be a jinx is the Game Time app. The Game Time app using code PHLY is gonna have you. <laughs> <laughs> the Game Time app is the place that you will be able to get a nice, what is it, $20 off $20. of your purchase. $20, folks, of I'm your purchase using code mine to go see a concert There's soon. also another promo code that we might have to throw our, in the hat called Zuli Sucks for 10% <laughs> off. If you use code Zuli Sucks for everybody, everybody come to chat. Zuli Sucks. Zuli Sucks. Zuli Sucks. <laughs> Zuli Sucks. But there it is, guys. The Game Time app, use that code PHLY, $20 off, jinx free. Always giving you good purchases and tickets, and you don't have to worry about the brother, big brother, or anybody else jinxing you like Tyler Zuli jinxed us yeah. tonight. Damn it, Tyler! How could you do this to, to all of us? Uh, but Tyler, I think he's rage-producing graphics over there, uh, and we talked about uh, you know sometimes I'm gonna go home and doom scroll tonight and read everything. Um, we were just cheering, scrolling. We were happy scrolling. No, now gonna, we're doom scrolling. Yeah, now Look I'm gonna be doom scrolling. Um, so Tyler's over there doom graphic producing, uh, and he did. We were talking about the the decision in the first inning not to send the runner on the Castellanos <laughs> rocket uh, to left field. He almost hit it. That was one of those instances where it's like, dude, why'd you hit it that hard? If you just blew 
bloop that in, that's a run scored. Uh, but he. We don't it, use the word bloop on this show. Uh, oh, yeah, blooper. Yeah, go pound sand, we pal, wherever bloop. you are. That's uh, a word that, but, yeah. But, but Castellanos hit a piss missile, and I thought Watham made the right decision. You don't want to make the third out at home there with the bases loaded. Uh, you're, you're hoping you can get that single or double from somebody and blow it open. It didn't come. Um, but Tyler made a graphic on the uh, <laughs> Braves outfield arm velocity overall. And, you know, Rosario is their, their weakest, uh, but the other guys are all really, really good. Uh, Kevin Pillar was not in, in the field at the time, uh, but, you know, they made that decision. And he was the worst arm of the outfielder. Acuna has an absolute cannon. Uh, it might be one of the best in baseball. Does it give the rank there? Uh no. No, but Acuna's up there, like one of the best arms in baseball, but Rosario not. Dusty Watham made the decision uh, to, to not go to him there or, or not send him there. Uh, he was sixth in baseball, Acuna was, in terms of arm speed from outfielders. So, you know, if you, if you could get that one back, sure, you probably send him and say, screw it, let's go for it. Uh, but you didn't in real time, and and now hindsight being twenty twenty, you're gonna second guess and judge every little mistake and uh, micromanage the game and blah 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 blah. So well, according to Travis Little Diarno, um, it was apparently absolutely electric in Atlanta tonight. No, oh, is that electric? Is that what you guys call electric? That's sad. Like that's so sad. I saw golf claps. I saw some really lame cheering. They weren't even all on the same page. Some people were chopping down while some were chopping up. It was just not good. We don't do that in Philly. We actually have real electricity, um, and you're never going to get that low level of fans. Um, electric. That's how you're just... It's electric? Woogie, woogie, woogie? No, it was mm. not. That Absolutely reminds not. me of the... Um, DR, no, it was not. The uh, roller palace rink in the Northeast. <laughs> the boogie, woogie, woogie. Um, <laughs> That, uh, that reminded me of all the uh, roller skating palace uh, memories. That was weird. Weird flashback memory there. Yeah, they were doing poetry snaps. They were doing the little golf clap. I did see some people actually stand up and cheer. How nice of them to actually cheer at a game. Um, yeah, Greg is saying Phil's in four or five. They're winning the series. We did say Jamie's been saying from day one this series should go the distance in a five-game series. And this is where you're right. I, I, so like, we expected a loss. I did not expect team. a sweep, but you got game one, you go up 3 nothing, and you start to get irrational. You start to get a little nutty, and you start thinking sweep. And I got greedy, and it's okay, I'll get there, um, that they can come back and do this. But, uh, man, that is absolutely soul-crushing. Um, that's the reality, is that... <laughs> Um, my, my chest got a big old dump on it tonight, courtesy of the Atlanta Braves. So, um, to There's John, a name for that. Uh, yes. The, it's, like a th it's Cleveland Steamer, Renee. <laughs> uh, I guess. I knew, I knew you would know that. I knew you would know that. <laughs> Why did you know that with no hesitation? Well, I guess tonight it was the Atlanta Steamer, right on my heart. Um, so, yes. Yes, of course I knew that. That does not surprise you at all. Uh, but we don't kink shame in 2023. Um, <laughs> oh man! Wow. I had to be. I had to be like uh, a pretty heavy favorite to know that that name. Like if DraftKings was making odds on, does Jamie know what that 
act is called, I would have been like a minus 650 favorite. I feel like I want to quiz you now and see just how much you know. Uh, I'm not I don't think you want to get in this brain, Renee. I don't think you do. Watch what you ask for. <laughs> uh, so we also, Tyler, also Doom, Doom uh, made a graphic over oh, there. Oh, no. I don't know. It's worse. You knowing a, a Cleveland, <laughs> what is it, Cleveland shower? A Cleveland steamer. Cleveland <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking golden shower. People in Cleveland shower? No, I was thinking of something different. The golden shower. There's gold, definitely golden showers, yep. Cleveland steamers and, and the Jinx Zuli mm -hmm. over here. Yeah. What, what, what you got over there, Jinx Zuli? Uh, let's take a look at our baseball graphic going on right now. Uh, currently, the Arizona Diamondbacks in the middle of the fourth inning have a 3-0 lead on your Dodgers. Uh, but the Texas Rangers with the are the big story of this round go up to nothing at Camden Yards what the freaking Philly should have done uh, Houston and Minnesota tied up 1-1 uh, and then hopefully at Arizona can hold on to take down the the Dodgers out there I would have loved to have seen a 2 nothing graphic there for the Phillies up on the Braves uh, that graphic didn't help anything that just made me feel much much worse no, no. Yeah. Oh, no. That could have said two nothing. You could have, but then everything went wrong. Oh, okay, guys. Yep, send help. Send help. I'm, I'm running out of I mean, of you here. started it. You just asked me if I knew the name, and I knew the name. Well, I knew, <laughs> Kyle, you know what? This is what you get for the PHLY <laughs> Philly show. I don't know about everybody else's shows, but here, uh, you're going to every single show what I can always guarantee you, because this is not a jinx-free statement. This is not me blowing smoke up your rear. This is the truth. I don't know what every that's called. <laughs> <laughs> every single show, you're going to walk away with some random, disgusting fact that Ooh, you don't need to know. I just came know. up with the one for that. And Jamie is the always the person. The poo riser. <laughs> Come on, folks. The that's good. The vape poo riser is blowing, blowing smoke, smoke up, up your ass. ass. The vape poo no. riser. No. No. That's gold, Jerry. Yeah. Gold! Uh, did we just invent something for Urban Dictionary? No. no. Ah, we might have, Renee. We're on to something big here. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. Big on, on that note, let's go Phillies. It's coming back to Citizens Bank Park on Wednesday. Excuse me, I drink my sorrows away. <laughs> and my sorrows, my frustration, my disgust, everything. Uh. They say liquor makes it better. And of course, when you're supposed to drink, isn't everything supposed to get a little bit easier and a little bit less yeah. frustrating Except working with me, Renee. Except, Except working with Jamie, guys. With every me. time, guys. Every time. So that's what we can the always guarantee. Riser, the Vapu Riser. The Vapu Riser and I'm Cleveland <laughs> Steamers. We started I'm off this show depressed, yeah, crying. Look at us. And we ended up with Vapu Riser and Cleveland Steamers. Steamers. Yeah. You cheers know, cheers to that, guys. Cheers, cheers to that. Uh, so we will be back tomorrow morning live at 1130 here from the PHLY studios. We're going to be announcing the ticket winner uh, for game three, which is coming up. And again, head to PHLY underscore Phillies on Twitter. Uh, there's a nice social graphic that Chris made for us uh, here that explains everything, how to enter. Uh, it's real simpy. <laughs> simpy the hell was that real simple simpy am i a simp what am i gonna go what am i gonna go put on a gimp mask what the hell is going on here it's real simple 
So please enter. You, we would love to give you tickets. Thim, actually, I got to get out of here. You I'm, are a thim. I'm unraveling. <laughs> Jamie cannot speak words anymore. Yeah, Martian is asking what stage, of, <laughs> what stage of grief are we at? What is the first one? Like denial. I, I don't know then what stage Then it's like you go is. loony. Is there a horny stage? We're at yeah. lunacy. Uh, a horny lunacy stage? Ew. Clean uh. the steamers and <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, I think there was... Oh, somebody that said you're a walking HR complaint, J.D. Lynch. <laughs> and you know what, guys? I think she it's time. It. <laughs> it's time. He's definitely talking real simple yeah. over here. We went past denial, past anger, past bargaining, past oppression, past acceptance, and now we're just in a full-on tomfoolery. Yeah, so no dancing on my own or on our own, on my own, whatever the hell it is, tomorrow morning <laughs> in over breakfast. That sucks. Uh, but the Phillies did split. So ultimately, very much alive in this series. Hopefully, Citizens Bank Park on Wednesday and Thursday can inch them over the goal line <laughs> and they can still very much take this series. Uh, I can stand up, spiral out. I'll prove it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> For Renee Washington, we'll oh. be back 11.30 tomorrow morning live here on PHLY YouTube. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. It's good to uh, get a little weird and laugh that off because there's no way to sugarcoat it. That one absolutely sucked tonight. We will be back hopefully with some optimism tomorrow morning. Um, Laughing our pain away. Yeah, it's the only way sometimes. For Renee, for Tyler, for Chris, all of us here hanging out late at the PHLY studios. We appreciate you. We thank you. We love you. Go Phillies. Let's go get them on Wednesday. See you tomorrow. We all silly like the mayor. 